right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Something Super Podcast. I'm Steve. And I'm Mark. And today we're going to cover Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Season 1, Episode 1. And, oh my God, it's a lot to unbox. We're going to try to do it quickly. Uh, I know it's a short season, Mark. You said it was, what, six? Six episodes. Six episodes. All right. So it's not going to be something that we're going to drag on about maybe every other week. We've got a lot to unbox cover with uh the justice league snyder cut that's going to be a big episode so get prepared Coming for that oh, i can't wait uh such a great movie but <laughs> let's talk about falcon and the winter soldier marvel's newest property and the i guess events almost immediately following endgame so mark i know you're very controversial on this, this tv show so far <laughs> so what do you got for me so this is actually taking place five months after WandaVision. This is, I believe, right around like spring of April or spring of 2024. It's supposed to be. Okay. But um, as far as the show goes, uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest. The first time I tried to watch it, I fell asleep. Um, it really didn't hold my attention that much. I mean, it's a great episode, in my opinion, the way that it's filmed, the way that it's framed that we'll get into in a little bit with Bucky when he goes to... Um, therapy that he has and everything but i mean for me i feel like they if it's only gonna be a six episode series why combine it with two characters like you have enough to unbox with sam and technically the still hydra agents that are out there possibly plus you have you know everything that just happened in wandavision and all that going on too and then you have Bucky where you could literally do an entire series by himself, just going into some of the other missions. We've seen glimpses of him taking out the Starks in civil war. Now we got him killing, um, uh, what was his name? The little Asian dude, my homie, Yuri. Yuri, when he kills uh, Yuri's son in the flashback scene, by the way, can I just point out something that I noticed? Shoot. So I don't know if you noticed this, but when he does that hit, when he's crushing the dude's throat, he says hail Hydra, like under his breath to the guy before he turns around and shoots Yuri's son. Uh So if you think about that, I have to go on the thought process that he's a brainwashed killer at this point, correct? Yes. So that means that he probably follows the same itinerary and the same mannerisms on every single kill because it's programmed into him. So by that logic... Tony Stark's the last thing Tony Stark's mother would have heard was him saying hail Hydra as he killed Tony's father and then eventually her. And that's fucking bone chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, absolutely fucking terrible. Cause I feel like when it came to like Hydra, like Iron Man really didn't have any association really with that whole issue. Like no, other than the fact like that it was like deal. right. And that's what I mean, to where I feel like Hydra's like an Avengers level threat. But the fact that like Tony didn't even like do anything. I think the only thing he did was create the propulsors on the um, helicarriers because he mm-hmm. got fucked up in the first movie with one. Yeah, I do. I do like that reference. Uh, when I was rewatching them, it was you know it's one of those things that sort of rang out. They were like, oh yeah, these are uh, Stark arc reactor. You know this, and he's like, yeah, uh, Tony didn't like the other ones. <laughs> like, okay, okay, I see you. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just felt like there's so much material that for a six episode series like i thought it was gonna be longer once i found that out i was like oh that's kind of i feel like they're not really doing much because you're also gonna have baron zemo coming in we've had war machine in here Sharon you had yeah 
Sharon Carter is supposed Bartok. to eventually pop up. You got, I don't know if that was just a throwaway guy. Like, Hey, we're going to keep bringing you back here and there. Cause like, I even in, what, I like his character. I hope, and maybe, you know, he doesn't need to be a quote unquote big bad, but I would like to see him pop up here and there. Right. He's, I mean, just like we were talking earlier, GSP is an actual mixed martial artist. So it makes those fight scenes that much more realistic where, you know, I mean, sure cap can do his flips and spins and shit and like that's cool but like a real fighter that you can tell that in some brings an authenticity absolutely and especially with choreography and stuff like who better to teach you than the guy that's been doing it for his entire life like oh yeah but um yeah but no but so what did you think of that um opening fight scene with falcon so i think that's what originally like hooked me uh, the rest of the episode is fairly slow, uh, shy of Bucky's nightmare, but it the opening fight scene was cool. It was very reminiscent of Iron Man in the desert. And that's, I mean, if Tony had the Iron Man suit in the desert the first time that he almost got captured, I think that's almost exactly how it would have gone down. No, I agree. So one thing that I don't don't get me wrong, I'm not like an expert on like movie, like movie breakdowns and stuff like filming techniques. I don't know hardly anything about that. Like, but one thing I noticed is because me and Danielle just did a whole MC rewatch. So kind of clicked in my head was as Sam's flying, they keep going to like a close up on him. And it's literally like just his shoulders and his face. And that kind of reminded me of like Iron Man's HUD display. Yeah. Shot. And I thought that was really cool because it's kind of like maybe they're kind of like reminding you like, hey, don't forget like this dude did this. So it's kind of like a nod to Tony Stark before like I'm going to like his own thing. But we meet Lieutenant Torres, who eventually becomes the new Falcon in the comics. Do you think that we're seeing that getting set up here or? I would like to think so only because, again, at the end of the day, and I'm sure most people have seen the commercials for falcon and winter soldier bucky and sam both are learning how to like tag team and tandem use the uh the shield so i don't know again who's going to get deemed the quote-unquote captain america at the end of this because both of them held the mantle in the comics so i don't know who's going to be the new captain america but regardless i think just because of Torres's appearance in the first episode they, it's either a leading us towards it being Sam or they're going to Mephisto the shit out of us and it's going to fucking be Bucky and god damn Mephisto <laughs> I, I'm going to be so fucking Bucky. mad <laughs> it's not even Bucky yeah it's not even fucking Bucky it's going to be Star-Lord it's like, just going to be Mephisto's pink <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah I mean it, the uh, Torres in the comics and I don't know how they're going to bring this onto the MCU screen. He had actual like wings attached to his arms on his suit. So it was different than Sam's, which I mean, is it's very comic-y. It's very cartoony. So, you know, maybe the MCU can figure out how they're going to do that for him, but I'm excited that they brought him in. What'd you think of R2-D2? Or I mean, I'm sorry. What is it? Red wing? Red wing. Yes. Uh, interesting name. I th- I'm pretty sure that's his name from uh, what was it? It's his name in the comics, but yeah. I think in the comics, an actual bird. Okay, yeah, it is an actual bird. You're right. I, I like it. It's they make the reference a few times. It's all Stark tech. 
Right. You know, he, I like Red Wing in the fact that he's an assistant in a similar fashion that Jarvis or, you know, Friday or any of these assistants for Tony, except it's able to go out and do things. Um, another big nod to the fact that, and you know, I'll, we'll say it a million times and it's going to make me want to cry every single time. Tony is dead. So Sam is fixing his own suit at the cafe. Right. He does make the comment too, that like every time one of you guys touches my tech, it gets like messed up. So do you think the government's sabotaging his tech on purpose? I don't want to say they are, but I just want to say that none of them are smart enough to do what Tony did. I mean, Christ, Tony took what everyone thought was a joke, like a, a, a publicity stunt, the giant arc reactor that powered Stark Industries and made it small enough and compact enough to fit into his chest and effectively power his life cycle for the next 500 years. So Tony is one of those people. I mean, he's like the MCU's Elon Musk. He's way too smart and has the ability to build these things that no one could even dream of. And I mean, hell, look at Sam's got a new redesigned suit. Tony's dead. So where the fuck did that come from? Unless it was, you know, that uh, the airplane thing that built fucking what is his name? Uh, Spider-Man's suit. Did he like design it in that? And it's like a suit maker and everyone just gets their shit from there. Is that like, the, the fucking go to store on Avengers Tower or the, the compound? I mean, I'm sure that there's probably some Avengers. I mean, Banner's still around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Banner could be making shit. I mean, he's not no slouch along with, you know, I'm trying to think of who else really there is other than him and Tony that were like so engineers and types like that. But I don't think anyone. Not of like Ant-Man, he, maybe. He's he's smart, but he's like Well, I'm saying Pym, not Oh, 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 Hank Pym. Hank. Yeah, like yeah, Hank. We have characters like Scott that. Lang's so. dumb. He's smart. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> You have Hank and and his wife is back too. So I mean, yeah, That's there's true. players that could be doing it, but yeah, maybe I'm connecting dots that aren't there. But here was my first thought: is the first fight scene was amazing, mm-hmm. but to me, like he went in with no backup on a mission. He really didn't have any information about. Just he couldn't go into Libyan airspace, and he had to like save this one guy. And they're like, oh, like you know, like. It's about to be, go down, but when he gets on the plane, like they're already taking the plane. Yeah. With and then, like I said, like he has no backup. Like, and then it gets to the line where every time your guys touch my tech, you know, it kind of like weird, like weirds out. For me, I just feel like then he, you know, then he gives the shield back with good intention, and then obviously, spoiler alert, we get to the end and they named a new cap. Like for me, I just feel like they're setting him up to kind of fail and you see on his face when they announced the new captain America, like he's pissed. Absolutely. And like, so like, I feel like he's just being used personally. So I, I agree. And I don't disagree. I think in a lot of aspects he is being used. And I think he's got his own Superman syndrome. He's like, we took on Thanos and Thanos lost in the long run. Yes. Sam was blasted by the snap, but that wasn't like he got hurt. No, it just he was randomly chosen to be turned into dust for five years. But I think that Sam has this like delusions of grandeur, the type of mindset, like I'm going to be able to do whatever the hell I want. Nobody can stop me. And 
Cap gave me the shield, which means I am the best of us. And, you know, look at me, I'm a badass. And I'm not saying that, Christ, you give me a wingsuit and X amount of years of training and I'm not going to do the same shit. Like, I'm going to be the baddest bitch on the block, too. But I think that it's going to take somebody with a super soldier serum to beat some sense into Sam. Right. And see, and that's where I agree with you for me personally, the way that I kind of look at it is in end games, like capsule, it's yours. And sounds like it doesn't feel like it. And he's like, well, it is. And like, you hear that when he's ironing his shirt, like you hear that conversation again. So like, I understand Sam giving it back. Cause like he had to doubt it himself, but you see just the instant regret of the whole situation. As soon as they announced the new captain America, but uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. What one of my favorite? What was one of your favorite scenes of, other than the closing, like them naming the new cap? So my favorite scene, other than the opening fight scene, because uh, like that is my Falcon, like number one scene right there. Right. My second favorite scene was Bucky's nightmare, where he is the Hydra agent, and again, there's no like setup for it, so it's just like they gave you Sam's quick background, like what he's been doing, what he's currently doing, and boom. Bucky's got long hair. He's beating the shit out of people. He's murdering people, like stabbing guys, shooting guys. And I was like, holy shit. Maybe he's doing an undercover operation as the Winter Soldier, making people believe that he's still evil. Like I, I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was excited. Maybe he had gone rogue. I don't know. I, got, I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then obviously you wake up. It's a dream. But that goes to show you that there are unseen scars of war and being 104 years old and being a mass murderer for most of your life. Oh yeah. No, I mean, and I PTSD out the ass. I mean, the man was brainwashed. Let me repeat that. The man was literally brainwashed. Yes. Like, (laughs) like, I mean, I've never done it, but only thing I can imagine is like you're conscious in your own body, but you just can't control what's happening. And that's, terrifying and the man did it for 60 years off and on when they would freeze him and unfreeze him like but that's another thing you have to watch all of your friends family people die yeah everyone's dying around like they they freeze you in you know whatever the early 20s when the fuck was captain america what you get the point like frozen in the 20s and then you wake up in 1945 and it's been 20 years so you're still the same age. Everyone's 20 years older. Freeze you again, 65. Everyone's 40 years old. And it's just like they're, they're doing the shit back and forth. And this dude's barely aging. He's aging long enough to go out and kill. Right. Coming like back. Like the man's on a date and she's like, how old are you? He's like 104. Like he's older like, than. Like, that's funny. Yeah. Like people don't even believe it at this point. Like, but uh, one of my favorite scenes was the talk that. I mean, the talk the Falcon has with Brody in the Smithsonian. Yeah. Like all the little details in the background. So you see that like there's a shrine to like the Sokovia Accords and you see like the Hydra symbol, the Captain America shield. You see the Sokovian flag, like half of it or something. You see the shield logo, like they updated Bucky's exhibit itself. So it's yep. like, it go tracks his entire life. And then they leave it kind of open-ended like, Oh, we don't know where he is now. And he hasn't been seen again. Like they have the Ebony malls uh, flagship or whatever from infinity war, the ring mm-hmm. ship. Like there's a picture of that, like just 
the fact that like they updated all that and like it was just such a powerful scene for me like i wasn't even listening to the conversation being had i was just taken back by everything in the background and then once i actually started listening i was like you know what like you know Brady might have a might have a point like he might be right and sam should probably listen to him but then he fucking doesn't and it pisses me off but that's outside of the point but that was one of my favorite scenes but i think the best shot scene in the show was bucky's therapy session i liked that because like it starts off with him sitting down in front of trees and not just trees but they're white trees and it looks like it's like springtime so like spring comes after winter so it could be a metaphor for him trying to like rid himself of the winter soldier and i mean you see it and he's making amends with people and uh, I know Yuri on his list is the first person to make an amend to, uh, which is the old Asian dude he saves from the fight. Then it cuts to the side of him, and you see, like, the shades are open, but they're, like, thin lines, so it's almost like prison bars. So, like, it's like he's he's at a therapist, so I took it as, like, he's trapped inside of his own mind. Okay. I can never like, the brainwashing. That. And then the angles that they get, they get, like, a high... They like look down at you from the angle and it just makes you feel that claustrophobia that he probably is feeling because she's like grilling him. She's like, let me see your phone. Oh, like you're ignoring Sam. Oh, make sure you're sticking to your three rules. Like da, 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 da. And I mean, it's just one of those things. Like even when he goes on the date, like you see the cop, like you see a cop's reflection driving by. So like, are they keeping watch on him? Or is that just coincidence? Cause then he sits down, he grabs the beer and he looks over his shoulder immediately after. So it's like, is he like, still technically like are they hunting him still or are they just kind of keeping tabs on him yeah i think so i would like to believe that they're just keeping tabs on him and that they're not actively going after him but how can you not be paranoid the, the right. life that you've led for 104 years you know you are i mean you're an enemy of everyone christ name a country that he hasn't gone into and, and murdered somebody in like it he has like the most confirmed kills in history, if I'm not mistaken. Like they, they made a reference to that in the Winter Soldier, and they thought he was a myth. Like he didn't even exist. They just yeah, assumed like they a got ghost. a new guy. Yeah, they got a new guy every couple years that was this character that wore a mask, and that's why he wore a mask. No, he nope. wore a mask because no one wanted them to know that this dude has been alive for 104 years. Like it, it's insanity. <laughs> Dude, it's but fucking nuts. I like the fact that every time he's out in public, he's wearing long sleeves and he's wearing gloves because he has poor circulation. Yeah, he has poor circulation. That's definitely why. Uh, actually, <laughs> I mean, technically, I, can't, I don't even think he can feel his left arm. I say technically, I mean, he lost an arm, so he probably yeah. doesn't have great circulation. So I mean, he probably wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just like the fact that he's covering it up in public because at this point, they, I mean, I, even he's ashamed picture, of like, it. You have to know who this dude is. Right. Like he's ashamed of it too, but like, he has long hair. I mean, a haircut can change a lot on a person, honestly, sure, sure. especially when you're not looking for it. You know what I mean? Like in yeah. most people's daily lives, they're probably not looking out for the winter soldier. Like <laughs> keep an eye out for the winter soldier. He might be coming to your homes shortly. Right. Like, but let's get into that. Um, that dream. Okay. So he's in the, the Asian, I don't know, I don't want to call it a base, but it's like a fancy Asian like palace. And he is just murdering people left and right. Loved it. He kicked so much ass, stabbing people, shooting people, grabbed the dude's neck. 
Hail Hydra, like the whole nine. I loved it. I, I, I don't even really know, like, the breakdown wise. I want to, I got to watch the episode a few more times to just like get in there. But it's, like I said, it's one of my favorite scenes because that is Marvel. Like, that is the MCU. It's action y. It's, it's in your face, kick ass. Let's go. Shy of WandaVision. Now, do you think that that's going to be the one memory that we kind of like stick with this whole season? Or do you think we'll see other missions that may have impacted him? Because like, obviously, in Civil War, we got the one mission. It was the Starks hit. Now we got Yuri's son's hit. Well, he wasn't a hit. The kid was just wrong place, literally wrong place, wrong time in the worst possible way. Yeah. So for me, I'm an optimist and I'm hoping. Hoping that it goes off on more than just the one story. But I have a feeling, and you had mentioned this too, that it may just kind of stick to what they got. You know, they just kind of hang out with the one, you know, the one redemption arc piece and go from there. Maybe they'll do more in season two if there is a season two. But I'm uh, I'm trying to be optimistic and say that they'll bring up at least one more because Baron Zemo's there. So Zemo's going to bring up or hopefully dredge up shit from the past. I hope he tries that bullshit where he like starts with the fucking the, the chanting to take over Bucky's brain and he just knocks his fucking teeth out. Now, see, I think Zemo's going to be, I won't say a good guy in this show, but I feel like he'll be working with Sam and the Winter Soldier. Because I feel like that cap is going to turn okay. and kind of work. And I'm, I think he may, I mean, it's possible he might have a connection to the uh, Flag Smashers group. That was actually going to bring that up next. So if that's the case, that would be like, because Baron Zemo, like he didn't have anything against really the Avengers personally. He just hates super powered people. Like he had nothing against like Bruce Banner. It was just, dude, like I can't take the chance with you. He had nothing against, you know, the Winter Soldier. It was just. Well, I mean, the Winter Soldier worked for him because he's part of Hydra. So I don't think. He well, he had the him. super serum though in him. And that was his whole thing. Like he was against all those tests and everything. So like I could see that depending on how strong he sticks to the ideology, I could see him siding with falcon and the winter soldier until they defeat whatever this big bad is going to end up being so maybe it's just me and maybe i'm you know like you said connecting dots that aren't there um the flag smasher the main character that is the quote-unquote flag smasher that we i mean i don't know if he's going to be the character but the guy that like beat the shit out of torres in the street did he not have long hair and like a man bun I mean, it, it looked like he could have. I yeah, honestly like didn't pay that much hair. attention. Okay. Wyatt Russell, who is Captain America in this show, Kurt Russell's son, he has long hair in almost every single thing he plays. So you think he might be... I think he may... Again... Double agenting. I'm going to Mephisto the shit out of this. He may be the Flag Smasher, like the person that's in charge of everything... And that's what he, because he has the super soldier serum in him, the new cap. Uh, and he may be the guy that's running that organization and he's playing both sides. So it always comes out on top. Just Chancellor Palpatineing the shit out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, in reality, if it's not him, it's just someone he's, I don't texting or, you know, whatever, whatever the, the not notification was on the phone. 
here, drop this bag off. Everyone wear these masks. It's a fucking shit show. And he could be the Captain America that comes in and saves the fucking day and defeats them. Makes himself look good. Makes himself look good. And then on the flip side of that, beats the shit out of the fucking people that come and try to stop him. Like, he's always going to win and the world needs a Captain America now because this person's here. Who better than the fucking dude with the super soldier serum? Yeah, and that's my whole thing. Like, that's my fear, personally, like I said. I think Zemo's going to be an ally, I'll say. I won't say a protagonist or a good guy, but I think he'll be an ally, either intentionally or unintentionally. Like, it'll be like, oh, we're hunting the same guy kind of a thing. Yeah, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I can can respect that. I do want to see, because I know Sharon Carter fights him in the uh, commercial. So I'm sure like when they first meet up, they're gonna be like, they're gonna have like Spider-Man on Spider-Man moment like you and then they're gonna fight and then he's gonna be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Yeah, no, I'm on your side. Yeah, like. Another big thing. um, Jump back to Sam. I like the fact that he went home. He visited his family. Obviously, you know, his his parents aren't here anymore it showed a deeper side to him because you, when you think of superheroes, I mean, you don't necessarily think of like the boys where they're all, you know, bankrolled and living in a nice house, but everything that they show you, like shy of Tony's billion dollar mansion, they're not like at home cap had, he was basically hiding out in an apartment. He was, he wasn't living there because that's all he could afford. No, he was living there because like he wanted to stay low key. It was honestly, it was probably a safe house. Yeah. In all honesty, like it's probably a shield safe house because I mean, he was being watched. So sure. So uh, yeah. And Sharon Carter was his neighbor. So no shit. Right. Like, like, and the banker even says like, how, like, how, what, like does Tony pay for everything? Like, (laughs) yes. And, and that's just like, they, you know, they go to the bank, they try to get a loan because he wants to save their family's business. And it, it shows you a deeper side to, the flip side to like there's people that aren't Tony Stark with billions of dollars in their bank account or Bruce Banner, who is a world renowned scientist who right, has like, like billions of doctorates or, you know, I mean, hell black widow's dead, but like she was an assassin. She had a job, Steve Rogers. He is the face of America. Like you look at all these people and then like Scott Lang's going to go fucking work at Ben and Jerry's. Like he's not rich. <laughs> No, he's so, a felon. Yeah, like he <laughs> I, I like the fact that it showed that he is a real person. He still has real family values. He wants to keep the family's business together because that's what he remembers growing up as as a kid. Like that's what he did as a kid. Um, I thought it showed a lot of like the in a you know, sorry, I guess inequality in America, uh, with the fact that yes, he's been gone for five years, but like on the fact that you're a superhero alone, like maybe give him the the shot. Like you even said, your family's been banking with us for centuries. Like, see the one thing that irked me, I mean, don't get me wrong. The banker was a complete dick the entire time, but the thing that kind of irked me was like, like Sam's attitude at first, like, like he thought they were just going to hand it to him because he's Falcon. And I hate, I just hate people like that. Like I deserve this. Yeah, like be humble about stuff. Like, if, like, and now I can't say anything because I mean, I've never been a superhero and I've never had that kind of pressure on me. So, but I mean, I've never seen you in the same room as Batman. So, facts out there. But I'm, but I'm just saying, like, 
for me, whether it's anything in life, like, like I just can't stand when people feel entitled. And that's what Sam gave off to me. And then once I realized like he became more human, he kind of got knocked down a peg. Once the guy was like, yeah, no, like it's not going to happen. But like, I agree. Like homie was going for five years. Like, how do you not have something in place financially, like as an institution to be like, Hey, look, we kind of understand you got some late fees now, but. Well, I think, so I think they did, but like the, these banks can only give out so much money. So you had, well, for easy math, we'll say 10 billion people in the world, right? Five billion right. of them are gone. Five years goes by. Five Unless billion they, come back. Yeah, five billion come back. I'm saying like the world adjusted. Five years is not a short period of time. If I said to you, hey, I'm going to give you a house and five years, do with it as you will. When I come back in five years, it's going to be a different house, you know? things changed and unless you were inherently rich prior to the snap you didn't come back to anything and i don't know how the banks handle like that did all these accounts get closed like is tony's account i mean obviously pepper has control of stark industries but like did tony stark's account just disappear because he's dead did you know sam's bank account go away because he was one of the people that got snapped they were like well i guess he's not coming back so we're gonna throw his money back into the government and who's to say he even had savings anyway? He was a career military guy. And I can tell you, as a military guy, we don't make shit. Right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, shy of the fact that he was a, you know, quote unquote, special operations guy who flew the, the Falcon Exo suit. He wasn't anything special. So he's not going to get any extra pay. I mean, Christ. And that's, you know, I mean, for me, again, we'll. I want to dive into that more, you know, we'll see how it goes in the, in the next coming episodes, but right. We got six episodes. We got five more episodes. So, yeah. So, I mean, for me, again, like I said, I showed a little bit of the inequality in America. Uh, it's tough because it shows, even if you're a celebrity, if you're not rich, you ain't worth shit, sadly. And that's not to say that it's true, but it's, you know, he's well known around the world and he is a, goddamn avenger like that is the pinnacle of superheroism especially in the marvel universe but because maybe because he was black maybe because he was you know gone for five years what you know however marvel wants to spin it but that's uh it's a tough break i feel bad for him and again that brings you back to the humanization of these superheroes but you know i think that's that's really all we got for this week. I mean, at least for me, what about you? Yeah, no, no, that was everything that I could really think of. And I mean, I completely agree. I'm interesting to see like how they intertwine and like what brings Bucky to finally reach out to Sam, because obviously yes. they said like, he's been ignoring the text. So is he waiting until he's done his list? Is there something else? Is there going to be some big event? I want to see how that works. But other than that, yeah, no, that's all that I really had. So uh, we really do want to thank you guys always for tuning in every week to listen to us, you know, ramble on and on about the newest shows and comics that were in everything else. That's pretty nerdy. Uh, make sure you go ahead and you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at something super podcast, Instagram, not Twitter yet. Uh, correct. Twitter will be coming soon. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So on Twitter and er, I keep saying it. Well, on Instagram, <laughs> keep this in. Don't delete this part. So on Instagram and Facebook, follow us at Something Super Podcast. Uh, reach out, you know, comment on some of our posts, like us, share us, uh, get us out there if you really enjoy tuning in. Um, 
Also, make sure you guys tune in and listen to us. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Uh, Thank you, as always, for hosting us. Uh, Make sure you tune in because our Justice League breakdown will be coming. It will be probably a pretty long episode. We may break it up, but I don't see that happening because we are all little 10-year-olds in a candy shop happy about it. Uh, But Listen, if Snyder can do it for four hours, we can last for an hour and a half. You'll suffer through it, I promise. Oh, yeah. But yeah, we're going to get into all that. But again, thank you all for tuning in and listening. I'm Mark. And I'm Steve. And we'll catch you next week. All right. See you guys.